Who is it that stirs you up? Who is it that stirs your heart and your desires for life and for friendship, for meaning, for purpose? My niece is a college student and blessed to study in Austria for the semester. And so now I get to see on Instagram all of these amazing photographs of her and her friends in these beautiful places. And she stirs me up. And I think to myself, how come when I was in college they didn't have that a part of the program? (laughs) She stirs me up, a longing. I can see in her photographs of friendship among her and these others that has been growing over the years. And it's like this is the culmination of their college days together. I'm stirred up by the beauty that she gets to live in the midst of. And I long to see another post from her. What I really long for is to be her and to be where she is and to have what she has. Who stirs you up? When I entered seminary, I lived much like you guys do in the dorm rooms. Uh, The only difference probably between the way you guys are living and the way I lived uh, was we'd have... uh, little chapel area that you could pray in. Otherwise, we had a little community area, and then you had the hallway with all the doors on both sides. And uh, one year, to get to the end of my hallway, or to get to my room, I had to go down one long hallway, then I had to turn and go down another long hallway. And every time something uh, provocative would happen, or something would be, I don't know, at least once a week, probably, I'd... uh, go up these stairs and I'd come to the beginning of the hallway and I'd turn and like the first few doors, there was always another seminarian and he was always yapping about something. Something was always wrong in his world. And he would always find someone, he would like trap someone right there at the beginning to start complaining. (laughs) So I'd always come up upon him and I'd be like, what is your problem today? He stirred me up. In a different way, though, than my niece. And then I'd get trapped there and I'd be like, what are you worried about? And just live and let live and surrender and da-da-da. And before I'd know it, I'd be like shaking my head and walking away from the hallway and I'd be as stirred up as he was stirred up and he was stirred up because somebody else stirred him up and it was like this. And one day I had this grace and I thought, as I was walking away, I thought, he kind of gets me riled up. Wow, uh, I'm not much different than him. Who stirs you up? Who is like a thorn sometimes in your side? Who is it that makes you 
less than who you know you were created to be. Our second reading speaks about being stirred up. St. Paul is writing to Timothy, and he's encouraging Timothy and reminding Timothy to stir the gift of God within you that you have received by the imposition of hands. And he's speaking here about the priesthood, but he's speaking here about the Holy Spirit, which the bishop bestowed on anyone who was baptized. That every person has God dwelling within them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are stirred up. But for something more than just things that I like or things that I don't, we're stirred up by a power that doesn't come from us. And yet somehow like answers the thing that I've been looking for. When you're in the midst of something that you never want to end, a friendship or an event, you need God to fulfill you in a way that allows that to continue. When you're stirred up by a discomfort or something that causes you to have to wrestle with life, you need God to be able to let go and surrender. And this is the power that God wants for each one of us in this world. He didn't leave us as orphans. He left us the power of the Spirit. But He left us free human beings who realize that we can go this way and that way and we can do this and we can do that. And in the end, we have to ask. Right? He reminds us that in the end, the depths of who we are is beggars. And so we must pray. I want to hear your voice, Lord. And we can say in big times in our lives we've heard the voice of God or we've had a moment where we knew he was real or maybe we haven't, but we know people that have and we say, that's what I want to. But even after that happens, I mean, like I wake up every day and I need it again. (laughs) I mean, every morning, like getting out of bed can be like a treacherous experience, right? I mean, you don't know what grade you're going to have gotten on your test. Actually, I don't, maybe you guys do now. Does everything like come back instantly? You know, there used to be a day when you had to like wait. Right? We need to be stirred up every day. And it is a gift to be stirred up by things of this world. It's a gift to be stirred up by good friendship. It's a gift to be stirred up by wanting things that other people have that are good for us. But ultimately, if we end at that, if we stay at that, we miss the greatest thing that God wants to do in this world is revealed through a people that he is here and that he answers the heart and he is the one who has the peace that every heart seeks. And the way in which he desired that to happen in 2022 is through your witness. That you might be able to say there was a moment where I wanted more and I prayed and then it happened in this way. Or that you might be able to say I was stuck and broken and confused and I prayed and I was unwound in this way. And ultimately, each time we give witness to these things, we're saying there is a way through him. 
There is a way for this world to find its peace. See the surprising thing about the reading today, you don't get it from the context, but St. Paul is writing from prison. See, I think I need to go to Austria. (laughs) I think I need to get everything ordered perfectly to my liking. St. Paul's in prison. And he knows the spirit in such a way that he can say to him, hey, don't forget the gift of God. Those that have more freedom than him, he's reminding, stir up the fire of God's love. And so we grow in our desire for that same thing to happen for us. But to do so, we must also listen for his voice. The other day, the Nepalese students that play ping pong here invited me to their cultural night. And I had something else I wanted to do. And then they showed up yesterday to do all of the cooking for their festival. And I suddenly was intrigued by all the food. But you know what most intrigued me was their friendship as they cooked. And I thought something here stirs in me. We all want friendship. And then one of the guys asked me, he said, Father, are you coming to the party tonight? Oh, I don't know. I got something else. I don't know. We'll see. But the Holy Spirit wouldn't stop provoking me. Until finally I just thought, I think you're supposed to go. See, I didn't know what I was getting into. And it's hard to risk and enter into places where we're vulnerable, where we're the ones that feel like we're on the outside, where we're the ones who don't know quite what's going on. But God teaches us a voice that calls us always in ways that we don't know. And as I sat there last night at that table with people from Nigeria, Jamaica, Pakistan, Morocco, Switzerland, and Vermilion, I thought to myself, Lord, I think you called me here. Because my heart was so full. And I felt like sitting at this table, I have a fullness of what I saw inside that kitchen cooking food. Sitting at this table, I feel like I no longer need to envy my niece in her Instagram posts. I think I actually have one up on her. I didn't have to spend the money to travel all the way over there to see the world. It was right under my nose. If you smelt curry when you came in today, maybe it stirred you up for something to eat. After Mass, you might be glad to know there's going to be sausage and French toast. 
and you have an opportunity to go and share life with friends. And maybe in those midst, the voice of God will speak to you to sit at a table of people you don't know or to introduce yourself to someone that you see over and over again but haven't done so yet. And in those surprising moments, we're put in a humble place in which we get to say, God, is it possible that this is you? In ways we don't plan, we find that the stirring in our hearts is filled with love and peace and joy and a presence that by faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can say, Jesus. Who is it that stirs you up? Who is it that makes you want more from this world than what you can produce on your own? Cry out and ask for him. And when you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart.